Yes, yes, welcome to the City Extra podcast. I'm Jordan and I'm here with my co-host, the big LP. Yo, yo, yo. Um, today we're going to be talking about the Real Madrid game, which is insane, isn't it? Uh, we've got Eric Garcia leaving, uh, Khalid Bali's performance against uh, Na- well, against Barca, and uh, we'll just chat general, general shit. Uh, <laughs> um, if you haven't already... Go to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us, isn't it? That's what that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for you guys who listen on Spotify and all that, you can't see us. But if you go to our YouTube channel, you can see us. You can see our beautiful faces in all of its glory. Mm. Ah, glory. Um, <laughs> so straight to football, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid. Yeah. Tell me, who, bro. How's your feeling? We did a live stream. If you, if you use it, the live stream, then thanks for coming down. Yeah. Um, how's I feeling? Well, I was feeling confident going into it because. Why not? We was 2-1 up. Mm-hmm. You know, we were the better side in the, at the Bernabeu in Madrid. And at the end of the day, something really had to go pretty badly wrong for us to get knocked out. We said last week, didn't we, that something, it has to be a disaster for us to get knocked out. We have out to lose by time. two goals to go out. You know what I mean? And, and whilst our defence is very capable of letting that happen, <laughs> I felt that our attack would just get us out of it. And it, it clearly did. And that's did. what happened in the end. Um, obviously, mistakes from Madrid and Varane, but... The fact is, I always believed that we'd score at least a goal, and therefore they'd have to score two, and that'd eat, that 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 all just take it to extra time. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what would happen there. So they'd have to really score three goals for us to go out in normal time or or extra time. Yeah, the backers are not concede three goals. I mean, people might be like, "Oh yeah, but we concede three against Norwich and Real Madrid more, but a lot better than Norwich." Yeah. But it's a different situation. Isn't it? Different Completely situation, different. yeah. Um, and I just think the teams obviously would have been a lot more focused. Rather than sort of like you got Norwich and you know what I mean, it's just a bit like Norwich. So a bit sometimes you can disrespect him a bit. Um, so yeah, I just felt like the team would be focused. It's the last chance at a trophy, and I just felt very confident going into it. You know, when you actually look at what needs to happen for us to go out here, yeah, I just felt I just couldn't see it. I, I backed our attack too much to get us out of it, and in the yeah. end, that's what's happened. You know, you saw Kevin De Bruyne. Um, no players created as many chances as Kevin De Bruyne did against Real Madrid since 2003. That's insane, that's, that's 17 years. No no player has ever created as many chances against Real nine? Madrid. nine? Nine chances? Nine chances for just since 2003. That that's tells you how good he was on the night. Gabriel Jesus was awesome, um, playing on the left initially. Looked decent, I quite liked him there, to be fair. Um, obviously put Varane under pressure. I don't know what Varane's doing in that situation. He had a nightmare. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so obviously, G, you know, Gabriel Jesus played really well on the left. And then obviously he went up top and got a really good finish when Varane messed up again. Yeah, just an all-around real decent performance. I don't, I don't buy into this, oh my God, we were magnificent. I don't think we were magnificent. No, no, no. Um, it wasn't like some some amazing performance by City. Like, we, we weren't playing the best football we've ever seen him play. However, it got the job done. And yeah. that, I think that's what's important. We said in our pre-game chat that Gabriel Jesus only had to have like a 7 or 8 out of 10 performance. Uh, mm. to see us through this and he didn't have the best of his games he was pretty quiet after the first goal and then obviously popped up again I mean in our live stream loads of people calling him for get taken off and then two minutes later he went and scored yeah yeah so now it was a, it was a good night it was an intelligent performance the team knew what they had to do and they went out of there and just did it you know we didn't need fireworks we just didn't we just needed not to collapse you know what I mean because at the end of the day if we would have got beat there if we would have like been knocked out that would have been really, really bad. We Disaster. Like, we it would have been absolutely roasted. Yeah, 100%. And our season then just left in tatters, isn't it? You know what mm. I mean? You're taking a 2-1 lead home 
and then two away goals and you, and you mess it up. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be terrible. It would have been terrible news. However, that didn't happen. Uh, Eric Garcia, we backed him to start. He's been playing sick for City. I don't buy this when people keep saying that he's not good, hasn't had a standout game. You're chatting shite. Um, he, I think he's been mint. He has been really good for City, especially post-lockdown. Like, he's been sick. He's been really he's solid. He's 19. Yeah, uh, for a 19-year-old to fit in this pep team better than our two other right-sided centre-backs yeah. who've been there for years is madness. You know what? It, it, I get people saying, oh, well, I think he's still got stuff to learn. Obviously, he's got stuff to he's learn. He's I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's the complete player, but... You're watching a player who's 19 years old and this is the first ever competitive football he's properly played and he's slotted in there really, really nicely. Developed a really good relationship. Yeah, and that tells me that he's a quality player. Um, So, yeah, it's a bit... You know what he's doing? got that football brain, hasn't he? You've got the football brain. People say, oh, he's too slow, he's too slow. Yeah, he's slow, but... You know, you don't have to be fast as a centre-back if your positioning's decent. And his positioning is good. He's good on the ball. You know, he's a clever guy. And he links up with Laporte really, really well. So... Yeah, personally, having watched Fernandinho and Laporte at the back, I would not be playing that partnership against Lyon. Because even though they only scored one goal, our defending at times was atrocious against Real Madrid. Oh, it was terrible. It was it? atrocious. The communication between um, Fernandinho and Laporte is non-existent. Does it is not Does there. not exist. There was times when they were within 10 yards of each other, the two centre-backs, and Benzema was just on his own free to do what he wants. nobody marking him there's no communication whatsoever about Laporte and this is what I'm saying about Laporte him and Otamendi I don't feel have the best sort of communication him and Fernandinho don't have the best communication I feel him and John Stones have a better yeah yeah they, they, they were decent one. together but obviously the problem is there John Stones is, is liable to a mistake and he's not played for quite a long time but actually the, the two the two players who have the best sort of communication and relationship in, the, in our defence is Garcia and Laporte, in my opinion. The problem is now, Garcia has come out and said he wants to leave, which is fair enough, you get it. He's a Barcelona fan, he wants to go to Barcelona. I've got, I've got no issues with that. The thing is, he's not, been a, he's not been a knob about it, he just wants to go. This is the thing that people need to ask themselves, is do you, we want to win the Champions League. In my opinion, our best chance at winning the Champions League, from a defensive point of view, is with Laporte and Garcia. Now, obviously, if you're not agreeing with that, then this next bit's a bit, you know, irrelevant. But <laughs> if you if you agree that our best partnership at the moment is Laporte and Garcia, then you've got to ask yourself the question: Is should we be dropping Garcia? If you say yes, why? Because some people are like he wants to leave, get him out of the club. I don't buy into why? all this. Yeah, why? 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 why does everyone have to be like? It's a hundred percent commitment. You think he's just going to go in the quarterfinals of the Champions League at nineteen and go? I'm not asked. I don't want this anymore. He's, he's going to be, fu- in my opinion, he's going to be fully focused because at the end of the day, he knows he's going anyway. He knows he's going. The club knows he's going. Everyone knows he's going. So he's just going to be like, I'm going to focus on this. I want that move and I want to show everyone. If anything, his head now will be more clear than it was previously because previously he's thinking about his move and he doesn't know what to do and he's playing for City and then he, he'll probably have that feeling of guilt throughout. Mm. And then now that he's actually come out, you know what I mean? Been brave, said it all like, oh yeah, I actually want to leave. Yeah. Think done, well. done all that, and then now his head is just completely clear. All he all he can do now is just focus on the football. Mm. But as well, we've offered David Silver a one year contract, and apparently he said no. He said he wanted to. He, no, yeah, he doesn't want. He doesn't want to. So take what it. are people going to say? Don't play him anymore. Oh, yeah, don't play David. He wants to leave. And people are like, oh, it's a different situation. You know, we, we've developed Garcia. We've not developed him. We bought him at like sixteen. He's played for us for a couple of years, and he's played what five games, and he's gone. You know what I mean? He's played five irrelevant Premier League games, and now he wants to leave back to Barcelona. You know. 
And we're, go- and we're going to make a lot of money out of this, by the way, because I'm pretty sure we got Eric Garcia on a free or very cheap. Well, I've seen that uh, Barcelona apparently aren't willing to pay over £10 million for him. Well, there you go then. So we're not going to stand him for £10 million. So and then, then we'll have him for next said year. we'd rather keep him for another, like a fifth choice next year. So then what we're going to do then? Just not play him? Exactly. Because people are like, well, he wants to leave. Oh, let him rot in the reserves. You know what I, I mean? Why, why I people, get, why I get, get the that? rot in the reserves if they go about it in a dickish oh, way. Oh, if they're horrible, yeah. they're horrible about it, then yeah, of course, leave them to it. But if, if you're just a chiller and you're just like, yeah, sorry Pep, sorry club, but I'm a, I'm a Barcelona fan, I want to go and play for Barcelona, hope you don't mind. To say, oh, let him rot in the reserves or he's never playing for the club again, I just I just don't buy that at all. I, I, to be fair, I might just be a bit lenient because to be, to be honest, I did say that about Sani as well. I was saying we should play Sani a little bit more even when it was clear he wanted to leave, but I think that's just the way I am. Unless yeah, I think they're, they're visibly making a scene, I'm I'm quite... They're a City player, we're paying their wages, play them. Yeah, quite you. I think we're both on that same page. If we're quite chill about these situations where players want to leave and they're not being horrible about it, they're just kind of being honest about the fact that they want to go. Uh, we actually watched one of our old, old videos the other day, I think it was the post-match Burnley, and we were saying, oh, we think we should play Sane more. And then he never played again. Then he never played again. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, for me, it's just this, the only reason I want to play him is because for me, he's the best centre back we've got on that side with Laporte. So just play him because that's our best chance. Fernandinho is decent at centre back, but he has zero relationship or communication with Laporte. And that will get you found out. But you're playing Barcelona. If we end up playing Barcelona, you know, that, that will be a real issue because your defenders have to 100% all be on the same page. And if you're playing Fernandinho and Laporte there, or Laporte and Mendy, I just don't think that's going to happen for me. It's either got to be John Stones and Laporte, for all John Stones' flaws. I understand the flaws. I understand why people will be screaming at me right now. <laughs> yeah, people are going sticky right I, now. I'm, I'm going for the wider picture. Yes, I know there's problems with these players individually. You know, the Stones has got, you know, um, mistakes in him. Guys, so he wants to leave. I know there's individual issues there. But the wider picture is that the team will be more connected. John Stones plays well with um, Walker as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think yeah, you have you to... Think, think bigger picture. Think bigger picture, guys. Right. So, Champions League tie, done. Buzzing. Let's move on to where we're going to next. So, all the games now, it's like a mini tournament now. It's quite exciting, actually, the fact that it's all different. Mm. But uh, I'm a bit good there's no two legs because when there's two legs, you kind of have a saving grace. I mean, that first leg, if you, if you mess it up a little bit, you can still save it in that second leg. However, now, mm. they're all one-legged games. Uh Mini tournament. I think it's all getting done over the course of two weeks. I think it's ten days, isn't it? From Wednesday this week, yeah, we have a game every single day. Really? So from there's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we play Saturday. Oh right, okay, yeah, mad. Yeah, Which is, that's that's madness. That isn't it's going to be. It's gonna, well, Pep said it's going to be like a little mini World Cup thing, and it is. It's going to be interesting. I get why they've done it. You know, they, you know, they want to get the competition done, but they don't want to drag it out. So yeah, just get it all done one leg. I, I actually think that we we play on Saturday, and then the next leg after that for us would be on the Tuesday. Yeah, that's that. that it's so crazy. quick. It's so quick. So in the next in the space of two weeks time. Champions League will be done, which is mad. Mm. Well, next like next week, this time next week, we'll we'll know who's won the Champions League. That's madness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to Leon. All all the games are in Lisbon, obviously. So there's no home or away, but we're going to Leon, uh, going against them. And we've said before, we said on one of our previous podcasts that people shouldn't take Leon lightly. Last season, we lost against them and we drew against them. So it shows that they they mean business. And they've, they've just knocked out Juventus, yeah. who have missed the Champions League on their team. And 
I feel like we can't be complacent against this. This is, and then we've said before, like when you're playing players like Ronaldo and stuff, all the players know how Ronaldo plays. All the players, it's like I and Robin in it. Everyone knows he cuts inside. Mm. It's like that situation. All the players know Juventus because they've been watching them as kids and they've grown up with that team. However, Leon, it's a bit more unpredictable. I, I can barely name. I know that Jason Dene plays there. I think they got they got Max Cradle. Yeah, they got Depay. Depay, and they got Uwa. I, I barely know any players that play for Leon. Yeah. yeah. So. It's different. It's a di- it's completely different when you watch it on TV because the players have been doing the research in it and watching this team on TV all week. Mm. But it's completely different knowing how a player plays and watching how a player plays. So I feel like that's it's a different different kind of test for City, and we have to take it super serious. Mm. Which I, I'm worried that we won't like. The players just can't think they've already won it yet. You know what I mean? No, they won't because all you have to do is say you played these twice last year and you didn't beat them. They beat you and you drew. So I think either of them results and you ain't going through. So you need to win. It's scary that, isn't it? It's proper so, scary that. You know, yeah, they'll be doing the research. I don't see any sort of complacency here. I think if we get beat, it's because we're not the better side or individual mistakes. Um, and like I say, clear motivation is you played these two, this team last year twice and you didn't beat them. And they and they're seventh in the French league. The seventh? I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, they're seventh in the French league. They're not, they obviously aren't, I haven't had a great domestic campaign. So again, they're not in the Champions League next year. I don't even think they're in Europe. I don't even think they've qualified for the Europa League. So they're going to be going for it because for some of these players, out, they're not going to be playing European football next year. So they're going to be really, really motivated. You know what I mean? It's like, do you remember when we had all the casting lingering over us? And it was like, let's go and win it in case we get banned. Let's go and make it, you know, special because we couldn't, we might be knocked right, out. Yeah, yeah, this might. is the same for them. Let's go and make it special because guys, we're not in it next year. We're not year. in it next year. Unless yeah. you're getting transferred, you're not playing, you know, European football. We know everyone likes playing European football. All players do. So, yeah, I don't see any complacency. I think if we lose the game, it'll be due to mistakes, um, a dodgy VAR, or just just <laughs> being the, the second best team, which obviously can happen. Leon do have some good players, but for me, it's all about that defense. We'll score. We can score goals. Yeah, oh, definitely. We've we can score high, highest scores this season. We can keep the ball. We can dominate possession. The one main area of concern, which has been, you know, our Achilles heel all season, has been our defending. And, you know, that's why we need to sort it out. And I'm not convinced Fernandinho and Laporte is the way to go. I'm just not. Yes, they're all right. The, 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 Laporte's obviously class, but Fernandinho... It's about communication. I can't stress how much it is. Like it's about the team. They've got to be on the same page. And and Dino and the poor are not on the same page, in my opinion. Yeah, you've seen it against like the round digging. Go back to that. You've seen it in that like how it was clashing. It was mm. clashing them two being at the back, and it was kind of like hindering us a bit. Yeah. Because um, we didn't look solid at the back at all. No. no I, mean, be, I think people people have sugarcoated it because made of one. so many saves. Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember a game where Edison's had to make so many saves. And to be fair, Benzema had his shooting boots on. Oh, it's a different story. We'll be gone. The amount of times he had the ball on the edge of the box and he shot and he just went straight in Edison's hands. You know what I mean? It, it only has to go an extra couple of inches to Edison left or right and it's a goal. And they only needed one more goal and then we would have been really, really struggling then because they, they then would have pushed for the third. If they got the third, it's game. Oh, over. yeah. That would have been terrible. I would have hated to watch that. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm confident. Again, I'm confident because we are the better side. But there is a major doubt in my mind that at any moment something stupid could happen at the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Again, look at the goal that Real Madrid scored. Shocking. Yeah, terrible. You know, terrible. two defenders, none of them took control. Rodri just let the guy walk in. And Benzema, despite having three guys around him, 
has pretty much a free header. It is pretty much a free header, isn't it? So, like, again, that's all you need to all you need to know. Um, and yeah, for me, Fernandinho is not the way to go. I know he was a captain. I know he's had a decent season, given the fact he's not a centre back. But at the end of the day, you've got to be ruthless. And for me, I'd be picking John Stones or Garcia, despite them having their individual flaws. Because despite them having their individual flaws, individual flaws, as we've just mentioned, I think the back line will work better as a whole, as a unit. And that's what you want. You want to be a unit. So, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what did you make of Kula Bai's performance yesterday uh, against um, <laughs> Barcelona? For those that haven't seen it, I'd go on the highlights. Um, Barcelona versus Napoli. The few people are like, oh... That's not what we expected to see from a 67, 65 million pound player or an 85 if you're Napoli. It's, uh, it wasn't great, I think, and it's worried a lot of City fans because in the first like five minutes, he had a long, like a, a switch play. So, I mean, he was pretty much in the left back position, switching to the right back position, and uh, it went out for a corner for Barca. And I was so a bit like. He kicks the ball out for a corner like, when there was under absolutely no pressure. No pressure at all. And then okay. I was a bit like, yeah, that's not great. Um, also, I saw him playing on the left side, so left-sided centre back. I'm not sure. I thought it was right-footed and right-sided centre back. Um, people might correct me on this, innit? Um, and then obviously he gave away a penalty. Uh, he didn't have a great first half overall, but then like for their, for Barca's goal, the first goal that they scored, the header, um, his own man bundled him over, and we watched it again on the replay, and he seems to go over really, really easily. Uh, like it's almost like he thought it was the Barca player that hit him and that's why he went over um, and then second half it, it got a bit better second half I didn't really see much much wrong with it but then I was flicking between the two games in the second yeah. half he is right footed by the way as well but I, I've seen a lot of the games that I've seen Napoli play I've played on the left hand side so I'm not I'm not exactly sure why they do that whether it's like a tactical setup or whether there's someone else they play on the right but yeah there, there were a few I mean the thing about he kicked the ball out of play right after being no pressure, look, anyone can accidentally scuff a ball or something, but you know it wasn't it wasn't difficult for for, for that. So I'm not going to criticise him too much about that. But then there's there's some things that were a little bit scary. First, the corner that comes in. Have you seen the size of this guy? He's absolutely massive, and the guy touches him and goes down. Now whether so, he thinks yeah, he's that's a, what I was saying, isn't it? Like yeah, he, he goes I, over so easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So whether he thinks he's trying to be clever and thinks it's a Barcelona player, I don't know. But that, that's worrying. Something. All round, poor decision. Um, for me, he should be, the size he is, he should be going winning every header there. Yeah, yeah. You know, he should be dominating He's that box. He's a beast, box. isn't it? And that's what we want. That's He should be the Van Dyke. He should be dominant. This ball comes in here, I'm going for it. You know what I mean? But he, he, he sort of didn't and, and was more easy to take the, the easy option of going down, thinking it may be a Barcelona player. And then the penalty... Bell's a difficult one, but he's just got to get rid of the ball quickly. You can't keep the ball at your feet like that when Messi's on you. He, he was so slow, so slow. So to get rid of it. yeah, I don't know. It's a real shame because before this, before this game, I was I was all set on him. I've been I've been exiting one basket, hundred percent convinced that yeah. Koulibaly is the man for us. I, maybe this it's because we've not spanning. seen him enough. We've seen a few games here or there and thought, oh yeah, he played decent there, but we've not seen him consistently. And this is why. There are a few people in the comments who say that they watch um, what's it called Serie A quite regular and, and don't think he is the man for us. And you know, I'm starting to see why you guys are saying that. Those that are saying it, um, but yeah, definitely. I think that performance is a real shame because it's proper dented my confidence. Yeah. However, like uh, I do believe that people can have off games as well. Of course, so it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it could genuinely just be an off game. But, but an off it's, game. A, it's a it's it's a ninety million pound off game. That's what I mean. An off game in the biggest game of Napoli's season. You know, they had a legit chance of going through there. Yeah, I know. Because like, if he plays City, he 
you can't be doing these off games mm. against like so like imagine against Real Madrid and he has that kind of game you'd be like what is going on definitely, definitely would. And, and like you, we, we spoke about this before when we were watching the highlights and you said this to me you said like we're paying so much money for him. He's 29 years old. We're paying all this money because we want the ready-made product. We want the guy who's ironed out all the mistakes from him, like, pretty much. Mm. Obviously, he wants to liable to mistakes, but he needs to be a complete player. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're that's what we're going for. That's why we're paying all this money. If you want a young player, we'd probably go get Skriniar. He's only, like, 24, 25. I'll just stick with Stones. Yeah. We, we, we What's want the it. point? If you want a young player, we'd do that. And, I'll, like, a, a new signing, we'd do that. And then... But we want someone now who's going to come in and make a big impact and shake up our defence and then make it make it solid. Because right, that's that, what, the exact thing that Van Dijk did to Liverpool. Yeah, we, we're spending all the money, we're signing an, an older player for them to come in and just do the business for three or four years. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's all the job is. There's no development. There's no need for us to say, oh, this is how you need to deal in this situation. There might be a, a little bit here and there just to adapt to the tactics. But ultimately, you're coming in and you're going to be going. You'll be ready from day one. You can walk into that defence uh, to be fair, what we need is someone to walk in and be a proper leader. And again, I didn't really see that from him yesterday. I didn't see no leadership. No, no, no. He seemed like, especially like on the corner and stuff, you think yeah. he'd be leading it. But again, he... That's what I mean. He's just, I, I just, I'm, I'm not sure. I, this has caused a massive issue because now I'm like, I'm not 100% sure if this is the man for us. There's a couple of like, is it like I said before, spanners in the works, isn't it? It's yeah. just throwing a few things in, which is making the things a bit... Bit more awkward for us mm. in this sense. Like, is he like saying, is he the man now or is he not the man? That's what we have to decide. And I think, obviously, City have got a big, a big risk to take Absolutely. now with the who they go for centre back. A lot of people shouting for, like, especially in the comments, uh, Diego Carlos. Is that is it Diego, Diego Carlos? Carlos? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him play at all. Uh, just play for Seville. Is mm. it Seville? Uh, I don't, I've not seen him play a minute. I'm not gonna, I've not seen the highlights from him or anything like that. So, I'd be interested to see him. Uh, just as an alternative, really. Well, I think I think what people can do because obviously we watched the we created the five alternatives to Kulabai, so we'll link that in as a card in the description. Yeah. Um, let us know in the comment section below who are you still with Kulabai? Do you think it was just a slight off day? Um, I was just changing your mind, or maybe you were never a fan in the first place. So let us know in the comment section below who you think City should sign as a centre back. Let us know who you think should be the centre back pairing as well for the re- uh, for the Leon game. Um, so yes, comment in the comment section. If you're on SoundCloud, comment on there as well. We can see them. Um, but yeah, I think anything else. I think we smashed the pod in today, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Potty one time. So yeah, no, no messing. Yeah, I know. Uh, thanks a lot for watching this video, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell if you're new, smash a like on the video so we can see um, this channel get bigger. And thanks a lot for watching. <laughs>